What's up, y'all? It's Michelle. Hey, it's Bree, and you're listening to the True Rules Podcast. A podcast for the not-so-perfect woman and mom. Hello. Hello. Happy episode seven. Time is really just moving and grooving. We literally went from a 13-year hiatus to... (laughs) Being already episode seven, like how does that happen? I have no idea. Um, I know last week we didn't talk about it on the episode, but we talked about it offline about like how difficult it is to get the children to eat, and I think that's something that we probably should talk about with moms on here because I feel like this is one of the things that we hate, second to um, changing diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Changing diapers has literally become <laughs> a real struggle. Like, I don't know what, like, it it should be routine in her brain at this point. Like, she wakes up, I'm going to change your diaper first before you eat. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I don't even want to change her diaper first. Yo. The fight that I have to go through, it's like I'm, Yo. like, strangling her or harming her. Literally. When you send that message saying you're going to get a psychiatrist, <laughs> I was on the floor because, no, sometimes I really be feeling like that. I'm like, is your body hurting? Like, is your butt hurting? Like, it gives you that feeling like it's something wrong, that you're yeah. acting like a complete psycho. It's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not like regular crying either. It's like, it's like pain and torture. Yes. And really, it's just because they want to do whatever they want to do. And that is something that I feel like I was not prepared. Okay. I was having this conversation with a friend actually, because so many times when people think of parenting, they have a structure of how they think they're going to parent. Mm -hmm. They think that who you are is based on their parenting style. You know, like, oh, you're, I'm going to raise you good. So you're going to be a good person. But what people don't account for is like these little people truly have a personality already a whole ass personality like even down to thinking that you're about to dress them a certain way like all of that is cute and cool for like pictures and shit but when it really comes down to it they get dirty they (laughs) put clothes on like after a certain point i'm like fuck it like you could just I don't even put pants on her half the time. Literally, like, you see Law in all my pictures. Just whatever you wake up in. And unless we're like having to go out and I feel yeah, like fighting. Yeah. In the house. At home, we are looking like Adam Sandler. <laughs> the both of us. <laughs> the hair is standing straight up. Girl. The pajamas are just whatever they Dirty. are. Mitch-match. Mitch-match pants and tops. If you drop something on it, it's fine. Like. Okay. I'm not washing my goddamn shirt onesie. Like, you are wearing this until bath time. Yo, sometimes I be feeling like it's just me because I feel like that's the stuff that no one is talking about. But really, it is a fight to do the simplest thing. Like, to put her to put her onesie on. It's literally a struggle. When you say that morning change, I be so stressed. I'm like, waking up, I'm probably already tired from the night before because y'all know we're always tired. <laughs> And then all I want to do is wipe the boy's face and change his diaper. Wiping Law's face. When I tell you he's smacking my hand, you know, like, that's <laughs> like, 
Listen. I'm like, why do you want to be dirty? Why do? Why are you obsessed with being a nasty little child? And recently, um, like, brushing her teeth has become a struggle because she's obsessed with toothbrushes, but only one toothbrush. And, like, I like her playing with it because it keeps her occupied, right? Yep. But then she'll rub it across everywhere and then want to put it in her mouth. Then I have to rip it from her hands and it's cold. <laughs> and when you rip it from the hands, that's the tantrum. I had, I told you at his one-year-old appointment, I had to ask the doctor. I'm like, um, I'm noticing that he is going crazy. And she's like, oh, yes, this is the tantrum phase. And she's like, you know, this is when we discuss discipline. And I'm like, girl, I don't want to. It's like figuring out how to discipline a one-year-old because he does know what I'm talking about. But yes. at the same time, I he can't yell one. at him. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's like a balance of you hear me saying no and you're continuing to touch the socket, the plug out. <laughs> <laughs> and doing and it with a smirk. And doing it while staring at me in my eyes and reaching your little pointer finger slowly to the outlet. Oh my God. Speaking of that also, I mean, you know this because Sydney loved Apollo, which is my dog, my family dog here in Georgia. And I feel so bad for Apollo. I feel so, so bad for a dog in my life. <laughs> Law lives, going to, to he him. lives to torture him. He thinks he's being sweet. So like I allow Law to touch him. And when he's touching him, I say, gentle, gentle. That's what I have to, t I think he, he treats um, Apollo how Sydney treats my face. Scratching my shit up with her fingernails, and I really be having to tell her like soft, yeah, rub nice. I wonder how they're so aggressive. Like what that is. Like they don't recognize their own strength. They're like little human. I can tell she's trying to be like um, affectionate, mm -hmm. but it comes off. It's rough attacking me. Yes, like he thinks he's being sweet to Apollo, and he's like saying hi and blowing him kisses, <laughs> and then he wants to touch him. And smack him. Apollo is running 55 miles per hour the other direction when he sees law. But also it's like, an older dog, so yeah, that's probably why. If it was like a puppy, then I know that's crazy that Apollo's older. I mean, he's technically seven, but that's like 49 in dog years, which my brother and I are like, who made up dog years? Like, who even said that they're aging that much? This movie is probably seven years old and he's actually just a kid, but like humans made them 50 years old <laughs> like who are humans it's because they die earlier than the average human so okay, maybe they die as kids like why are you assuming <laughs> that they're 98 years old that is so crazy to think about <laughs> like some humans just cannot wrap their mind around the fact that a dog could die as a 16 year old and they're like you know what that dog is actually 200 <laughs> Like, is there any science behind dogs aging seven years faster than human? Like one human year, seven dog years. Who made? I'm gonna have to Google that, just like nah. I Google everything else. Because literally, that's pissing me off. Because Apollo is a young pup. I mean, he moves makes, swiftly. It makes me sad to think about that. Like, why? Why are people making this up? Trying to age the age the canine. <laughs> um, but anyway, what else is going on? 
I'm excited for our guest today. Word. The OG. The OG, triple OG. Um, um, what else has been going on until she arrives? I mean, Sid has been in daycare. And so I told y'all last week that she was sick. We went to the hospital. But she still has a lot of congestion. Mm -hmm. um, and we just got a note from her daycare that RSV has been going around, um, which is respiratory, like a respiratory virus that is super harmful for little babies and um, older adults. So that's just another hurdle. I mean, she, she's um, fine now, but you know, when you Google all the symptoms of what that can be, <laughs> it could look like, of course, it's going to make it look like she got the shit already. Kobe had that when he was a baby. Really? How, mm -hmm. how was... And he wasn't even going to daycare. I don't know how he got it. Well, um, I've been seeing all over like social media that it's like running rampant. Yeah. He had he definitely had to go to the hospital. Um, but he's obviously fine. But that was when my I told you, um, that was the first time where my mom was like, she really learned that she has to pay attention to Kobe because he wasn't even cranky or crying. Mm -hmm. And then when she took him into the hospital, um, it was like something with his eardrum and he had RSV and they were like shook that he wasn't, you know, they were like, well, has his temperament? yeah, they were like, has his temperament changed? Has he been eating? And my mom's like, yeah, she's like, I just felt like something was off with him. Whatever the, the sign was that she saw, mm -hmm. it wasn't him being cranky. It may have been like a fever or something. Um, we can ask her, but basically he had that so yeah that's scary because when i go pick her up and i see these other kids with like jewel and like they're babies so they're yeah it's it's an easy spreadable disease yeah well they're just so dirty so dirty i be thinking <laughs> dirty and then i see these other kids at daycare i'm like ah. <laughs> like i send her fully dressed like you're going to daycare looking put together you're not looking like adam sandler at home but but the thing is, by the time you see them at the end of the day, they probably no, look like Adam Sandler. At the end of the day, she still looks put together because she's a little old woman. I know. She is a little old lady. She really be in there, like, staring at these kids, like, do not come at me. <laughs> do not. I got my Elmo, and I'm good. Oh, my God. <laughs> the other kids are, like, rolling around the floor. She's just literally staring at them, like, y'all look dumb. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what um, Homeboy does at school. I know. But I am excited. Well, actually, being here has told me that I'm not ready for him to go five days a week mm -hmm. at all. So I'm going to try to start. My mom thinks that I should let him go every day, but short hours. Yeah. So I was just about to say, like, she goes three times a week, three times a week. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that also affects her adjustment. Because mm -hmm. she'll go on Monday, then go to my mother in law's on Tuesdays, where she's super comfortable. Mm -hmm. And then she feels out of place on Wednesday, then goes back to being comfortable mm -hmm. Thursday, and then out of place again on Friday. So it's like, <clears throat> unfortunately, it, they only had availability for three days a week right now. Right. But I think once that does open up for a full week, we're going to let her go for a full week. Yeah, that's what she was saying. She was like, even if you know that you're just going to send him for like two hours or three hours just for his consistency to know, like, I'm going to be going to this place, mm -hmm. um, try to get him every day. But I definitely am not ready to do the full day. Like, I am going to have to ease myself into it because I'm crazy. Like, 
I've been, I went and I was working. Yeah. It's like, I just, it's the trust because although these people are licensed, you do all your research, you, you read reviews and they're still not these, our kids are still not their kids. But also it's that I have, um, separation anxiety. Yeah. Like I, you have to remember I've been with him every day. Mm-hmm. I haven't. So it's like, even though last week y'all heard me saying like, oh my gosh, I need help because he's always here. There's also as much as he's going to have separation anxiety from me, I have separation anxiety from him because I don't know, you know, life without having to balance well, without mm-hmm. having to deal with him. So when he's gone away from me for hours at a time, I like am freaking out and having like literally separation anxiety. And I'm just like, I got to get home to my kid. I can't so I got to ease into it. Yeah. I can say though that the camera system does help. Like I watch everything that they're doing in that room with her. Yeah. Um, and I can, I could virtually talk to the teacher while I'm watching her. So that does put me at ease at some, you know, capacity, but I, I definitely get the separation anxiety. Yeah. I'm a crazy mom. I can't believe it, but I am. Um, but it is what it is. I'm working through my own problems. What I can say is once you get that full week of damn, I guess you're done. You're going to be like, Oh no, you going every, every day. No, that's that part. I agree with like, he needs to go every day. Cause then I can, I can put myself also on a schedule of like between nine and 12 is when I'll have like my serious meetings or, you know, (laughs) Mondays, Monday, Wednesday, Thursdays are when I do, you know, like I can, better organize my life mm-hmm. instead of now like law space is popping up on my zooms and blah 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 which I always want to be able to do because that's the whole point of me being able to say like I'm an entrepreneur and I want to create a company that I want women to feel women and men to feel comfortable working in. You know, like I want to create that environment and it starts with me, but at the same time <clears throat> I need to do things and he is a job. Um but I was also going to say to the point of separation anxiety um, the other part that I've been struggling with is weaning him. Mm-hmm. Now, initially, <clears throat> I extended the weaning because he was sick. Fine. <laughs> At this point, I really don't know what to do. Um, I am- you might just have to stop cold turkey. But it's like hard because I'm here. So as soon as he sees me, he literally attacks me. Like I have to be wearing a turtleneck, a sweatshirt. I cannot walk around in any revealing tops. It's almost like he's a creep. Like if my boobs are showing, like if I'm wearing a tank top or if I'm doing my workout and he sees me in a sports bra, when I lay on the floor to do my abs, he literally comes and tries to pull my shirt off and nurse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cannot relate. <laughs> <laughs> but I can say like when Sid was, um, I was nervous about the pacifier cause that we had to wean her off the pacifier. Yeah. I mean that we had to stop <clears throat> because we had no choice when we left, when we were leaving Atlanta, we lost her pacifier at TSA. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the only pacifier she took. So I'm like, fuck, this is about to be a long ass flight. But honestly, after, um, I would say after like, three or four days she's it's like she forgot about it that's what i'm hoping will happen with homeboy um but like i give him almond milk in a cup 
So the way that people advised me to do it was like, let him drink. <coughs> Excuse me. Wow. Um, <laughs> let him drink something that's sweet, similar to breast milk, instead of putting him straight on the whole milk. Mm-hmm. So like, um, I've been giving him the vanilla almond milk because it's sweet. So he'll probably want to drink it, which he does. He drinks it with no problem. And during the day, he actually is fine. Like he went to his grandma's house the other day and he was with her all day. Mm-hmm. And she said he was fine. He drank his water. He ate food. He ate his snacks, whatever. But at night and in the morning, it's like when he's with me, he thinks that he has to be nursing. So my mom was saying even like sending him to school may be helpful because yeah. then he'll be away from me for so long. Um, but I posted on my story asking other women, um, just in case you're a woman that's currently breastfeeding, some of the feedback that I got was to um, <clears throat> feed him a lot of solids and then he won't be Probably. as hungry for milk. Yeah. That doesn't, that's not true for law. <laughs> he always has room for milk. Um, but it may be something that you can try for your child. Another thing they said was, um, have you tried pumping? Mm-mm. Oh, he won't take the bottle at all. Yeah. Mm-mm. One woman said go cold Turkey. A lot, actually a lot of women said go cold Turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, another woman said she put vinegar on her nipples. And then, like, the baby didn't want anymore. And that, mm-hmm. that's kind of heartbreaking, but I might have to try that. <laughs> but that just, sounds, that just sounds like such a trust issue for me. Like, he's going to be like, oh, I'm going to drink some. And he's like, what the fuck, mom? You know, like. <laughs> um, but I may try that. Use his stinkiness. Yeah, he's going to be like, oh, no, those nipples are stinky. <laughs> um, and, <I'm, laughs> and then. um. Some women said to like dry up the milk with cabbage. Mm-hmm. I know, like even my grandma said, that's like an old school thing that they say to do. Mm-hmm. So we're going now on 13 months on December 3rd. It'll be 13 months, and he's still nursing full time on demand. So that's where I am with my weaning journey. Yeah, that's tough. Honestly, <laughs> listening, I can't even lie. Listening to how you guys talk about breastfeeding. I think I probably would have lost my mind just knowing my personality and like knowing I wouldn't be available on demand like that. Like I know I would have, to, but it is definitely hard. No, actually I've been reading so many more women who are sharing their story about being pressured to breastfeed. And it actually was not the best decision for them emotionally postpartum. Um, I think it would have definitely driven me to be, yeah the postpartum yeah and so that's why i think sometimes things work how they should you know like you could have said oh i breastfed but then you were like pressuring yourself and then it's like Mm -hmm. producing milk especially women who are have to go back into the office because they're trying to nurse as well as pump so they're on a much more regulated schedule like luckily i had the flexibility to nurse only like i didn't focus as much on pumping Mm -hmm. um and i know that that's that's a whole nother um, hurdle that women try to get through of like, y'all know, I talk about this all the time. I personally hate pumping. Yeah. Um, and so I know that I've been reading a lot more stories of women who are just wanting to normalize not breastfeeding Yeah. because I feel like it went all the way. Like the normalization of breastfeeding started because black women were not being given the option to nurse their child, you know, which is also wrong. They were just 
being forced to formula feed and being forced to whatever. Like they just didn't even have the option and the awareness. Then coming out of that, I think it went too far to the left where everything's like, well, if you're not breastfeeding, what the fuck? Like, you know, and yeah. it's like the truth is finding the middle of what works for you and your family. That's mm-hmm. the best option. Um, yeah. Like you said, I think everything for me worked out for the best because yeah. my girl is good. She's fed. And I'm not going crazy. And I think that's number one, having a, a not crazy mama. Yes. Yes. And let um, me not use the word crazy, but emo- an, an emotionally unavailable mom. Right. Emotionally unavailable or anxious or depressed or sad or pressured. You know, like there's so much that goes into... I just can't reiterate enough postpartum. Like I cannot emphasize that journey enough. And we are still definitely postpartum only one year. Mm -hmm. We're still very much in the trenches of postpartum and our body's regulating. But that 12 week window is a joke. I'm sorry. I don't know about other moms, but for me. Girl, you already know. I feel like the emotions never stop. Like you can have a good, it's like on and off. Like you could have a good day. The next day you could feel a totally different way. So it's like, yes, on and off. And I just hate it. It doesn't have to be to the extreme. Exactly. I think that's why a lot of women don't talk about it is because once you say I have postpartum, it's like, oh my God. Yes. They make it. It's like, oh, get help. Yes. No, maybe I just want to be a, like in my feelings for a day. Let me just. And also, my- it's like I would like to understand women who did not experience any change. Yeah. Like, that's fascinating to me the ability to go back to being exactly as you were. Okay, to that point, you used to always say, like, I went back, like, you always say, I would go back, I went back to my normal self right after. And I don't think that, that's the case. Yeah. No, Me, I think, I mean, I don't mean your personality is fine. I'm talking about, even though you went back to being you like laughing and joking, I definitely saw a change in you. We talked about yeah. this. Like your emotions and motherhood were not you going back. I'm talking about women who literally go back, take a beautiful picture, post on Instagram, like nothing changes. And it's mm-hmm. like, that may not be the case, but that's what they portray. Mm-hmm. Like, you're my friend. So you went back to being Michelle in terms of, like, you were joking. Yeah. You're being silly. You know, you're making light of whatever. Mm-hmm. But I also knew you. So there were certain things that went without saying. Like, I knew that you were having, you know, a transition in the change. Like, you yeah. were figuring it out in real time. You've never been around babies. You say that all the time. Like, <laughs> this, <laughs> I have not been around a baby in a long time. This is the first baby you've been around, like, in your life. so like like, that part I acknowledge I'm like you're going through figuring out finding your footing as a mom Michelle the woman like you went right back but some women I feel like are able to truly like hit it Mm -hmm. like okay for instance Tiana Taylor and again this is me not knowing her and she may be sharing her postpartum journey with people she knows. So this is not, you know, I'm not judging a mom or anything, but I'm saying as an outsider, you know, after she delivered um, her beautiful baby, we were like, damn, and she got abs and she's mm-hmm. back like 
on the beach, like teach us your ways. And so I'm like, I would love to understand women who are able to, and also to be fair, that was her second child. So she could have had a completely different experience where she's like, I know what to expect. I have things in order, you know, all those things. Also, she lives a totally different lifestyle than the the normal, the average woman. True. (laughs) Maybe not emotionally, but financially, like that plays a huge part. She has. Well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Like the emotional part, of course, financially, like, yes, we're not in the same situation, but you know, emotionally still like does your wealth, you know, make it easier for you to process hormonal changes that are happening to your body. Um, I don't know. But again, is there any moms? Okay. This is on us. Cause I know we keep saying like, Oh, we're going to let y'all come on and talk. I finally created, um, the link so maybe for the last because we have 12 episodes a season this is seven so is that five eight nine ten eleven twelve yep i just did finger math for all y'all who are judging me um but maybe for the next five episodes we can try to um open it up to some other moms who experience different things and want to share like your point of view with us Mm-hmm. Because that will definitely help other other women. Where's the um the triple OG at? I don't know. She might have to come on another episode. Cause I know you have to go get Sydney. And I know her story is too wide to fit into a That's like a two part episode. That episode I already know that conversation is gonna go for three episodes or more. <laughs> All right, so what we'll do today is we're going to wrap this up with a short episode. Um, And we'll just let y'all know what's coming next week. We are going to talk to my mom. um, And she has such an interesting story, such an interesting motherhood journey from um, having me at 20 years old. Um, I don't want to tell her story. So she just has a very interesting life journey through motherhood that I think um, she always wants to share, especially like with my friends and people who are close to me, because she's always like, I don't want y'all making the same mistakes I've made. She's like, I've made enough mistakes and I want y'all to do better and be better than me. And so she's pretty open about some of the choices that she made, the reason she's made them. And hopefully... If you are a woman who are um, thinking about your next steps in life, or even if you are just going through things, her story will help you process and make choices um, from through a different vantage or from a different point of view. I can't wait for that conversation. So get your questions ready in your tea. Because also, she grew up in a different time. She grew up in Queens in the 90s. So it's like... Her views on things are probably totally different than ours, or they might be the same. I mean, I think there are definitely going to be some similarities and some differences. I feel like she's been around like young people, like Mm -hmm. she's around me and my brother. So we keep her young, you know? Yeah. Um, 
but we'll see what she comes with. I know she's definitely going to talk about, you know, her decision of marriage and stuff. And I think that's a very important conversation for women because I know there are so many listeners who are um, not yet moms or not yet wives or not yet whatever they think they are supposed to or want to be. Um, and I think that's a very important conversation for her to share because I mean, y'all will hear more when she shares her story, (laughs) but you, you know what I'm, you know what I'm alluding to It's just like thinking through all sides and just, just hearing somebody give real talk. Like she's not here to tell you this dream of like being a mom is a divinity and like being a wife is, she's going to be like, you know, it is what it is. This is my story, and take take away what you gotta get taken. That'll be that. Well, until next time. Until next time, friends. I'm actually going to post the link in our bio. Please make sure to like, comment, subscribe, <laughs> and game. <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening, make sure you leave us um, reviews. It really helps us. And of course, well, we've sure been having sharing. a lot of good reviews. I know people listen and they truly enjoy. It's just, I don't know, this season nobody wants to engage. Maybe everyone's tired, just like us. Are y'all sleeping? Are y'all sleeping? Are y'all sleeping? <laughs>